Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This happened years back. I was about 12. Me and my family went camping in a cabin by the Porcupine Mountains in the Upper Peninsula. We arrived at evening and my parents starting unpacking everything. And as a curious child I wandered off but not too far. I was collecting rocks, sticks and other things. And I was playing on the hill behind the cabin. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And as the sun started to set I saw an owl in the tree a couple yards away as I was getting closer to take a good look then I heard a low growl and froze I thought it could have been a cougar, or coyote etc. I took a look around and I didn't see anything. A couple seconds later I heard my mom call my name, so I got brave enough to run as fast as I could down the hill and ran into her arms, I told her what happened but she just shrugged it off. Shortly after we ate hot dogs then went into the cabin to go to sleep. My parents got a bedroom and my aunt did too, I decided to sleep on the couch that night. As I was trying to sleep it started to rain, but that wasn't the only thing I heard. There was tapping or attaching or some sort by the window in the kitchen, I was a brave child so I went to check it out I looked out the window and saw what I thought was a bear, dog, wolf, who knows quickly run off and I could have sworn it stood up when it disappeared into the woods, 
and that's not all when I went back to lay down in fear, I heard a scream but I thought it could have been a fox maybe, who knows. My girlfriend and I were driving down a remote, country road, in the early summertime, late one evening. She was the one driving. I was in the passenger seat. The sun was setting behind us. We had just come around a curb when two does jumped out onto the road in front of us. They acted like we weren't even there. They seemed to be focused on something else. So she jammed on the brakes and brought the car to a stop. I told her, man. That was close. That's when I looked up into the rearview mirror, to see if any more deer were coming. When I did that, in the red glow of the car's taillights, I saw something take a big step into the road, from the brush that was on the side of the road. Whatever it was, landed on its right leg, when it did that. Looking at it in the rearview mirror, I could see it from its mid-thigh, up to its stomach. In one motion, it then took another step forward and put what looked to be a hand down, on the trunk of the car, to apparently balance itself. When I saw that, I turned to look at my girlfriend. She was wide-eyed, her mouth was wide open, and she was white as a ghost. I could also see that her eyes were tearing up. So, I looked back, but by that time, it had already gone across the road. In an attempt to get a better look at this thing, I opened my door and got out of the car. When I looked, I could see that it was going down the embankment that was on the side of the road. Because of the brush, I could only see it from the armpits up. It was at least seven feet tall and had very wide shoulders. Its shoulders were at least one and a half times as wide as my shoulders, and I've got wide shoulders for a guy. From the last bit of daylight left, I could see that it was black or dark brown in color and had pointed ears on top of its head, like a dog. Its ears weren't overly wide, or fuzzy. Its head was kind of dome-shaped, more or less, with flat sides. It acted like we weren't even there and seemed to remain focused on the deer. I was thinking, what in the world is this thing? It looked like some kind of werewolf or wolfman to me. It was way too big to be a person. Through that whole ordeal, I never did get a chance to see its face. In the area where we saw that thing, people have reported being paced in their vehicles, going down the road, by creatures that look like what we saw. During the school year, my girlfriend lives in Strong Hall on the University of Tennessee campus. One night while we were at her place, I was talking about how I was walking back to my dorm, Greve Hall, with a friend of mine. I was beside him, but very slightly ahead. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw what appeared to be a man in a black cloak walk up to my friend and sort of lean into him, almost like he was going to put his hand on my friend's shoulder. Only when his hand fell on my friend's shoulder, he simply disappeared. I will admit that during this time I was a bit tired from studying for an exam, and my friend says he felt nothing, but that's neither here nor there. After telling my girlfriend this story, she told me that during the first week of school she looked out her ground floor window toward the corner of 16th and Cumberland, and saw what appeared to be a human-sized cat walking on its hind legs, with glowing eyes. I don't remember the details she gave me, as far as how long it was there or how long she saw it. It should be noted that my girlfriend is from Minnesota and I have no reason to believe she would try to trick me by reading about the wampus cat and then trying to pretend she saw it. We're very close and I have no reason to believe she would lie to me. One night, I was out in the woods hunting around 1 a.m. and found this weirdly mangled deer carcass, near a tree. About 1 hour and 50 minutes later, I was walking back to my truck, when I saw that it was shaking violently, so I readied my rifle. I then saw that it was a bear-like creature shaking my truck. It stood up on its hind legs and growled at me, before running off, into the woods. When I got a look at the creature, it had long arms and its claws were around 3 inches long. It had pointed ears, like a German Shepherd, muscly shoulders and legs, and a wolf-like snout, 
with a short, nub tail. I was driving my girlfriend home from work. Both of us lived in a suburb of our small town, so the drive from her workplace is relatively short. The only off thing about our encounter was the fact we saw it in a suburb, as opposed to the wooded or rural areas, like other encounters. The moon was full, so we had a lot of light to see, but there were many mature trees in the yards of the houses surrounding the road we were driving on. All we saw was a large black blur, moving very fast. Almost as fast as a greyhound, at full speed. The length of the blur made me estimate it to be 6 to 7 feet. Both of us were shaken by the experience and headed home immediately. When we got home, my girlfriend and I recanted our experience with her family, who laughed at us for telling them we had seen such a thing. They brushed it off as a tall tale and went on with their nightly activities. My girlfriend's two younger siblings were planning on playing a game called Manhunt. It's pretty much just souped up hide and seek. When the two of them headed out, not even two minutes after they walked out the door, they both bolted in, clearly upset and shaken. They both said they saw exactly what my girlfriend and I saw, but when they saw it, it was walking on its hind legs, under a street lamp. Because of that, they got a clear view of it. They said it was dog-like and was walking on its hind legs, on the street. After hearing that, we all as a group of witnesses, headed out in my car, to search for the beast and to warn the other kids playing manhunt about the beast. My girlfriend's siblings have stopped playing manhunt after their experience and now that we all have a name to what we saw, we are all more shaken wondering if it will be back. I was staying in the Catskill Mountains in New York State for a few days. I had booked an Airbnb with my girlfriend where we could bring our dog, 100 pounds German Shepherd. The Airbnb was a strange RV that was converted slash expanded into a cabin. The place was far away from any other houses and on the side road basically on the side of a mountain overlooking an amazing view. The stay had two fire pits. One was right next to the cabin and the other was about 800 feet away on top of a hill. The last night we were there we were having one last fire in the far away fire pit. The fire pit had a great view of the mountain range slash cornfields on one side and the other side sat up against the wood line. We had our dog off leash, he is very well mannered, and we were playing some music on a Bluetooth speaker. Our dog kept looking towards the wood line and it was freaking my GF out. We would occasionally turn the music off and just listen to see if we could hear anything. I also had a small lead flashlight and would scan the woods with it looking for any animal eyes it picked up. Well after a little bit of this, my dog jumped up to his feet and started full force aggressively growling at the woods, very out of character for him. Just when I was getting up and turning the music off my dog darted at the woods maintaining his high alert status. He juked left and I heard something take only a few steps back in response. I was able to call him back to me right away at which point he crept back keeping his eyes locked on this creature. As my girlfriend held our dog's collar I stepped closer into the woods with my flashlight and small knife in hand. As I was scanning the woods my flashlight picked up on a set of eyes which now looked and sounded a lot further back than we had heard the steps. The eyes were glowing like a dog's eyes in the light of my lead flashlight but the height is what threw me off. It was too tall to be any animal I would expect to see raccoon, coyote, skunk, etc. I figured it was a black bear. Although, Black bears are very skittish to people and especially dogs unless protecting their young so it wasn't adding up in my head. I sat there for a solid 3-4 to four minutes trying to focus on what this was the eyes also didn't look like a bear it looked like a crouching dog. I was lost in my curiosity and my girlfriend went into almost shock put the music back on and said we're getting out of here and going inside. I kept telling her to turn the music off and started walking back to her without turning from the woods but I wasn't going to stay out there alone. She started dragging our dog back to the cabin and my dog and I had our eyes fixed on the woods. As soon as my flashlight went off the creature it started following alongside of us in the wood line. 
The footsteps I heard sounded just like a person walking in the woods and as it followed us I heard ATLE's two separate sets walking near it in the woods. We got inside the cabin locked the door and shut all the blinds and were completely freaked out. I spent the next hour or so listening and watching out the window hoping the animal would walk into the spotlight off the cabin so I could identify it. I never saw anything step out, but the footsteps continued walking around back there behind the cabin in the woods. I stepped out the door about an hour or two later but heard nothing and searched with my flashlight. Whatever I heard that night was not afraid of my dog and I have never seen my dog act like this. My dog will chase rabbits and even deer without making a sound, luckily he always comes back to me when I call him. I have spent a lot of time outdoors in my life and have always been able to identify any animal encounters. I have asked a lot of my hunting friends about this and asked what if any animal would react like this and not instantly run away from a dog of his size. The mystery of not knowing is what creeps me out the worst. I had never heard of Dogman at the time so it didn't even cross my mind during the sighting until I started researching crouching dog sightings online. My girlfriend hates to talk about whatever I saw and we heard that night so here I am presenting my story as a hopeful skeptic. I saw something on Monday night that still has me totally shaken to my very core. I have always loved nature. I love the woods, I love hiking and camping, fishing, I'm really into mycology so I'm out looking for mushrooms and various types of fungus whenever I get a chance. The weather was absolutely beautiful on Monday for this time of year, so towards evening time, I decided to round up some of my walleye gear and head down to an old train trestle crossing the Mahoning River in Niles, Ohio. I had parked my car about a mile and a half from the trestle so I could walk the tracks and hit a few other spots along the river on my way down there. By the time I reached the trestle, it was pretty much dark. I was wearing a headlamp at the time so I had a depending light source. At this location, there is a lake directly across the river, which the two are connected by a small overhead dam. I was there for 15 minutes when all of a sudden, this overwhelming feeling of dread came over me. I switched my headlamp on to turn around to start back up the river bank, and right behind a big sycamore tree, I saw what looked to be a very large animal, kind of kneeling beside slash behind it. As I locked my eyes on it, I completely froze. I knew I was definitely seeing something there, but my mind couldn't process it. What I was looking at didn't make any sense. The thing that I kept saying to myself was, Animals aren't supposed to look like that. Right as I'm thinking this, it's as if this thing read my mind, stood up, and made itself perfectly visible in the most pretentious way. It almost had this vibe like, yeah, now you see me, you know I'm real, I definitely exist. What are you gonna do about it? And as soon as it happened, it kind of hunched over and made its way into the brush. I was out of there like a flash. As soon as my feet hit the tracks, I ran and ran the entire way back to my car, without stopping. By the time I reached my car, I couldn't breathe. Both my legs were locked up. I was vomiting and somewhere in between the encounter and running away, I had pissed myself. It's early Friday morning now, and I think I've only slept for about 6 or 7 hours altogether. I've been constantly searching YouTube and all kinds of stuff, listening to eyewitness accounts, and it sounds like these things are encountered quite often. I've heard of the dog man before but never really took it seriously. Before the night of this encounter, I would always picture a dog man to look like some little skittish, coyote looking creature. Man, I love the woods and I love nature. The woods for me was always a safe haven I could venture into, to escape stress. Stress at work, bills, relationship problems. I could always take a nice long hike, go fishing or foraging and come home feeling 75% better. Now, I feel like I was threatened and kicked out of my second home. The only thing I can keep thinking is, these things aren't supposed to exist. I feel like a terrified little kid who just came face to face with the dreaded monster in the closet. You know, the monster you parents told you, no wait, assured you, wasn't real and couldn't hurt you. People need to be made aware of these things.
They are as real as it gets and they are dangerous. Thinking back to what this thing looked like and how it was built, these things are perfectly adapted killing machines. The way the arms and legs looked, it looked like it was perfectly adapted to walk on all fours as well as on two legs, it was so quiet and fluent with its movements also. It's not like in the movies where the monster comes charging out of the woods, growling and snarling, these things are our masters of camouflage and they utilize the darkness perfectly. I didn't notice a smell from it, probably because the wind was on my back at the time, but it sure smelled me. Its nose was up in the air the whole time of our encounter, just sniffing away. This experience has torn a huge hole in me. Every time I eat, I get nauseous, I can't sleep for more than 20 minutes at a time, and every time I close my eyes, that thing is all I can see. I'm trying not to dwell in the fear, I'm trying to accept what I saw and what had happened, but it's hard. I need help figuring out what is happening in my neighborhood. I live in a very secluded small town in southeast Tennessee. It's really peaceful during the day, but it gets a somewhat strange at night. There's a few houses on my road, but for the most part it's only trees. There are a few recurring events that are all pretty spooky, but the main one is what my friends and I call the dog man, for lack of a better name. I've only seen it twice in my life. I've lived in this part of town for three years. The dog man has a body shaped like that of a scrawny human. Its bones are very visible. It has fur, but only in patches over its body. Sort of like a dog with mange. Though it has the bodily proportions of a person, it has the head of a dog, and can run extremely fast. Also, it's f-king huge. It is quadrupedal. To preface, my room is at the front of the house. Our front yard is the size of a field. I have the biggest window in the house in my bedroom and it faces the front yard. I do not have blinds over my window and my bed is in front of it. The first time I saw the dog man, it was late at night and I was sitting in bed. I saw it running through my yard. Shortly after, my cat, who was an indoor slash outdoor cat at the time, came inside growling. The cat was found dead across the creek near my yard this July. He had no visible injuries and was very young and healthy. We still don't know how he died. The second time I saw it was earlier this evening. My friend and I were sitting on my porch. We noticed a very large, moving mass on the base of the mountain, which we live right in front of. We decided to get a closer look. My friend stayed behind to watch as my grandfather and I drove down the road to the base of the mountain. I didn't want to drive there alone. As we got near, we stopped in front of the mass. It was a tree. Something then sprinted out from behind it and into the woods to the right of us. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind it was the dog man. If you have any ideas as to what this is, or how I can go about finding out more about it, I'd love to hear it. This is really freaking us out. I was 11, I was staying up all night, playing video games, when I heard something outside, in the bushes. I was paranoid and the blinds were wide open, so I looked outside and saw reddish, orange eyes. I could also barely make out a face, with a snout. I fell back in fear and heard a howl outside and then footsteps getting further away when I got back up. Two minutes later, it was gone. Okay, this took a lot of courage because I've been ridiculed so much, for what happened to me. My grandfather owned a cabin. I'm not disclosing the location of it due to the fact that I don't want anything to happen to anyone. Anyway, my grandfather's cabin was his way of getting the family together for the holidays, so he could have a nice Sunday dinner with all of us. One day, all of a sudden, that all stopped abruptly. He wouldn't allow anyone, but himself, to visit the cabin we all looked forward to going to and cherished. For years, I would ask him why he was doing that. He never told me why, but when he passed, he left the place to me. 
I inherited the cabin of my childhood and was ecstatic about that. It was soon after that, I realized why he did what he did. I would go out and walk the woods, on game trails, which are everywhere. I know these woods like I know my own home, so I never had any reason to fear them. It was on one of these walks that I encountered what people call dogmen. I was walking, just like any other time. Nothing was different. It was then, on one of the game trails, I noticed an offshoot, small trail that went only six to seven feet back. I could see that something had bedded down there. I thought it was a deer. I then walked in the bedded area. I soon realized that this was an ambush point for whatever made this bedded area and it was massive. My arm hair stood erect and a chill literally ran down my spine. I felt as if I was being watched from different vantage points. Since it was nighttime, I had a tracking flashlight in my sidearm. The latter of which I drew and kept at the ready. I genuinely feared for my life at this point. All of a sudden, an ungodly growl was made to my right, about 10 to 15 yards from me, very close indeed. I pissed myself. It was so terrifying. I didn't immediately run, fearing that whatever it was might take me as threatening. I turned and started heading back on the main trail and when I was about 5 minutes from the back door of my cabin, this thing let out a howl that I swear felt like it went right through my body. I then proceeded to run. As soon as I did, this thing was chasing me. For every five steps I took, this thing was taking one. That's how fast this dog man was. I heard the sounds of branches being ripped off trees and I could have sworn I felt the vibrations of it running after me. I barely made it to my cabin and slammed the door, locking the two dead bolts and chain lock. I then turned on my spotlight and shined it into the tree line. There were three sets of eyes in the tree line that shined vivid yellow, with enormous, black pupils. I felt as if the thing could read my mind, but I'm not sure it could. All I know is that I'm alive and have since heard them many times, but I don't take night hikes anymore and haven't for years. I have listened to your show and feel like I can tell you what happened to me one evening while hunting coyote on my father-in-law's land. It was about 6 or 7 pm and right at dusk. I was in a hunting blind on the edge of a ravine overlooking a creek about 30 feet down and just beyond that a cornfield. I was trying to call a few in because not a week past one of the neighbor's cows was mutilated and we all assumed it to be from a coyote. Well. It was getting very dark and I was about to leave when I heard steps walking up behind me. I called out in a low voice to my father-in-law thinking it was him letting him know I acknowledged his presence and lowered my crossbow. When I looked out the mesh window I did not see him and was perplexed that he did not call back. That is when I heard sniffing right behind the blind, not three feet away. I was taken aback and excited thinking that this must have been a coyote come to see what was in distress. I turned slowly in my chair raising my crossbow and that is when I heard the growl. It was very deep and guttural and I felt a deep dread fall over me. I knew that whatever growled that deep was much larger than a coyote. I laid my crossbow down and grabbed my .45 ACP sidearm I always carry while hunting and started to pray. I felt like I was in serious danger and I might have a fight on my hands. I have been attacked by a wild dog before and still have the scars to this day. What I then saw walking away from the tent changed the course of my life and popped a safety bubble I did not even realize I have been living in my whole life while out hunting or spending time in the woods. I watched a wolf on his hind legs walk away from my blind along the edge of the ravine and then jump down and disappeared out of my sight. I exhaled and realized I was holding my breath shaking and hold the .45 up and ready. This creature was at least as tall as me and I am 5 feet 10 and he was hunched down while walking away so he had to be at least 7 feet standing upright. His fur was dark gray and his back was heavily muscled, very defined. His arms were long and looked like he had hands and I could see the tops of his ears over his hunched back. I never did see his face but he had legs like a canine. I felt frozen and in disbelief. 
I want to both run as fast as I could out of there and also be still and ready in case this thing came back. After about a minute of deep breathing, I readied my things and slowly eased out of the blind keeping my firearm up and sweeping the area as I moved toward my truck about 300 yards away. It was the hardest thing not to run full sprint but darkness was coming on quick and I did not want to be out there late with this thing. I made it to my truck and sped out of there as fast as I could since that night I have been struggling with what I saw and went through. It is hard to talk to others, my family is very proper and practical and would reduce what I saw to mere shadow making a coyote seem bigger or some such. It is comforting to know after researching that there are others that have seen things like this. I feel better just writing this to you. One other thing happened that I would like to share. I moved to an old house about 10 miles away from the land where I was hunting and for about a week my two-year-old daughter would tell me about the bad wolf outside. This was about two years after my hunting incident so I did not think much of it at first. She kept on about the bad wolf outside and so I started getting concerned. I told her to come to get me if she saw it again. One night at about 8 PM she comes to me saying bad wolf outside and she leads me to her room on the second story and tells me to look out of the window. We have a flood light out back, a huge chicken coop and run area about 50 yards back and then about 10 more yards past that is the wood line. I scan outside in the yard and see nothing look around the coop, thinking it to be my neighbor's dogs trying to get to my chickens and see nothing, then, I look at the wood line and see it. Just like before I see a large wolf creature standing in the wood line straight up and staring right at us. It was standing right behind a large wooden cross I had put up just at the wood line. The cross is about 9 feet tall and this creature was shorter but not by much. Again I was frozen but this time I was angry because it was at my home. It was watching my daughter and probably my whole family for knows how long. I picked up my daughter and stared right back at this thing. It had yellowish glowing eyes from the floodlight reflection. I carry her and call my son into my room while trying to stay calm. I put them both on the bed and go into my gun safe and grab my 45 to 70 lever rifle and head to the window and see that it is gone. I did not sleep much that night and had the kids sleep with my wife and me that night. I was staring outside for a long while. I have not seen it or any others since then and pray I never do. I live near Circleville, Ohio. Like I said it feels good sharing with you, thank you for taking the time if you made it this far into my story. Feel free to share with anyone my experience. My son and I watched what we thought was a black panther for five minutes. Every bit of seven feet long. Suddenly it sat down, and began to watch us. This all happened in a large hay field. Next encounter, I never carry a gun in the woods, but this day I did. I was snake hunting one summer afternoon, when something growled at me. I'm a naturalist, and knew right away nothing in these woods has a growl like that. I raised my gun, because I was startled, and took two steps back. The creature growled again, and this time I lost all of my strength. My whole body turned to jelly, and I accepted my fate. I didn't have enough strength to hold on to my gun. I backed my way out, and was very grateful it spared my life. Thinking it was a Sasquatch, I returned numerous times with gifts and apologies. This winter in 2020, I made my way back up there again. I walked upon a creature that I saw kneel down, and tuck its head and limbs close to its body. It stood so still. I lifted my phone to take pictures, and I could see the fear and discomfort in this animal when I pointed my phone at it, almost like it would cringe and cower. I got numerous photos of what I thought was a small Sasquatch, until I blew up the photos and realized this creature had pointed ears. My best description of this animal would be a large, bipedal wolverine. I no longer point objects at them. This creature let me live twice. Even after pulling a gun on it. I do not believe these creatures are here to harm us. At least not this one. It had me dead to rights, twice. Thank you for reading this, and for the work you're doing.
Back in the early 90s, when I was 19 or so, I worked nights, unloading trucks, at a chain retail department store, back before they turned into superstores. Anyway, several people started to notice that a co-worker looked like she wasn't getting any sleep. One night, she told a few of us, on our break, that she was having to leave early and take the long way to work and back home, because of something she saw. She previously always took a- Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Road called Moccasin Trail, but one night, the week before, while turning onto that road, on her way to work, she said she saw a huge werewolf sitting in the grass, just watching cars go by. She said she had seen it on four or five occasions and just couldn't take it anymore. She said she was scared this thing was going to follow her, so she just completely avoided that road altogether. The way she described the sighting was when she would turn onto this road, her headlights would light up the embankment across the road, just enough so that she could see this big werewolf sitting about 30 feet up on the embankment. She said it would sit in the grass, with its legs stretched out in front of itself. She said it would most often be leaning back, supporting itself on one or both of its elbows, in a kind of leisurely pose, just watching the cars pass by. She really seemed to be sincerely disturbed by her encounter. Over the years, I have heard several stories about strange happenings in that area. The Native Americans talked about staginis and shapeshifters in that area. I don't know if that has anything to do with that girl's sightings or not. I just thought it was worth mentioning. I heard my dog barking and growling, around 3 am, one night. I got up and went to our back door, to see what she was barking at. When I did, I saw her running up and down the backyard fence line, barking, growling, and urinating, all along the fence, with her tail tucked in. My first thought was, predator. I knew something was wrong. I focused my eyes, to see if I could see what she was barking at. I saw something bent over, in a circle, that was black and looked like it had a mane, like a lion. I looked at it for about 15 seconds and decided to run to the bedroom and get my head wrapped light. I put it on my head and ran to the back den and saw that it was still there. I carefully turned on the light and shined it right on it. When I did that, it turned around and looked in my direction. Then, it ran down the fence line, with a smaller one in front of it. The best way I can describe it would be to say that it was the size of a lion. It had yellow eyes, pointed ears, huge shoulders and a huge chest. It ran on all fours. Also, this thing was so fast, it only took it about two seconds to run down the fence line. This wolf was way faster than my dog. I woke up my wife and told her what had just happened. I then went to the computer and googled huge wolves, in America. Under images, I found a cartoon of a drawing, someone did and its head and mane looked just like what I saw. It was called a dog man. Today is April 25th, 2016. I was listening to episode 90, of your dog man program, on YouTube. As I was listening, I heard your story, about Daryl Robertson. When you said that happened in a suburb of Tulsa, Oklahoma, I jerked my head around and looked at your website. 
I've decided to give this report to you, so you can warn people about these things. I had been up all night, at a friend's house, in the town of Tribby, playing video games. I didn't want to sleep there, so I said goodbye and headed home. I knew my car was making a funny noise but I thought surely I could get home. Well, I was driving down a long, dark stretch of highway, with nothing but forest and a few sparse country houses. I was coming up to the top of a long hill, when suddenly, my car stops pulling forward. The engine revved but no gears would engage. My CV joint just went out. I was hoping that wouldn't happen. Well, I had no way of getting it home, so I backed up, down the road, in neutral and off, onto a side road. I thought about staying and sleeping in the car but something told me not to do that. I had an eerie feeling of being watched, so I grabbed my video game case and my machete that I had made from a lawnmower blade and started walking. I kept noticing the feeling of being watched and it felt like I was being followed. I kept looking behind me and saw nothing, but when a car passed by, heading in the direction behind me, it illuminated the area with its headlights and I saw something behind me, in the ditch, hunched down low. It was huge and I could tell it looked animal but had humanoid features. It seemed to have arms but its head was most definitely K9. Its head was very large and its eyes glowed red when the lights hit them. Well, I've seen enough werewolf movies to know that this wasn't a good situation, so I started running. That probably wasn't the best choice, because I know that predators like to chase things that run from them. When the car had passed, the creature had darted into the trees. I thought that was the best time to run, so I did. I ran for about a quarter mile and looked back but didn't see anything. So, I kept walking. Well, I kept checking behind me and off to the side, where the tree line was. I knew it was still out there and probably following me and yeah, I was afraid, but I was also prepared to defend myself, with my machete, if need be. I came up, onto another hill and saw a farmhouse, off in the distance, to my left, down a long, dirt driveway. The moon was almost full and the area around the house was clear, so I could see a guy out there, messing with his truck as I walked by. Then, he turned on a spotlight on his truck and spotted me with it. I kept walking, cause his property said no trespassing and many out there wouldn't hesitate to unload on a strange trespasser. I knew it was close again, possibly closer now and I was about to turn around and face it when another car came over the top of the hill and passed by me, going behind me again. I followed with my eyes and noticed this time it was a cop so thinking quickly I dropped my machete on the edge of the grass and waved. As he passed his lights hit the ditch as well and I saw that the dog man was very close but it darted into the trees again, when the light hit it. Thankfully, a moment later the cop stopped and turned around. He came back and asked me what I was doing out there, so, I told him what happened with my car. I didn't mention the dog man, though. He may have thought I was crazy but I asked him for a ride home. He agreed after wanting to go check and make sure my car wasn't blocking the road. After we checked it, he agreed to take me home. I don't know what might have happened that night if he hadn't shown up and it was the only time I was genuinely happy to see a police officer. It was 2.30 am and another night of not being able to sleep, due to back pain. I was lying on my side, reading, when my, very close by, neighbor's motion detector light turned on. This happens from time to time. When it turns on, it lights up the entire side of my house. We have lived here 9 years and I have never once seen anything walk past my bedroom window at night. Since I was facing my large bedroom window, the very bright motion detector light going off caught my attention. I looked up and saw the side silhouette of a dog man. I said, holy crap. It was walking past my bedroom window. I saw it from mid shoulders up. The shoulders were huge and its head was huge. It had pointed ears, like a German shepherd dog and a long snout. Its mouth was slightly open, 
as I saw a large tongue that seemed to be lolling to the side of its mouth. When I saw this creature and spoke those words, I could swear that thing slowed down, smirked, and then kept going. That's all I saw that night. Last week, though, while in my bedroom again, I heard something huge land on the ground, behind my bedroom wall. That wall has no windows. I heard deep, kind of raspy breathing. I started praying, pleading the blood of Jesus over my house, grounds around it, and all. I do this most nights, but sometimes I forget. I'm awake most nights until 3 a.m. or later, due to having severe spine issues, as well as fibromyalgia. We live in a lovely manufactured home community. There are lots of trees around here and it's very close to canals, large open fields, and woods. I know this is what I saw, but the fact that I saw it has left me amazed. Why is that, when so many are also seeing them? I guess I just thought since I am in the house most of the time, due to my health, I would never see them. The space between my neighbor's house and ours is about 10 feet. My husband went outside weeks later, once I got the courage to tell him this had happened, and measured the area by the window. That dog man had to be at least 8 feet tall. What concerns me greatly is that no one in the police department or government will alert people to their existence. People are walking around feeling a false sense of security. I know I did. I won't even try to walk outside anymore and yes, I have cautioned my neighbors. The ones with the security light. I can't think of any other details right now, but it's important for you to know that several years ago, a homeless woman was camping out, down by the river, here in Albany. She was found dead and her tent was really torn up. I believe the police report in the newspaper said she was torn up as well, but I honestly can't remember any of the details. To the best of my knowledge, no one was ever caught for that crime. This is a sleepy town, just over 50,000 people. We no longer get the newspaper, so I have no idea if this has happened again. I do know that a couple was down by that same area and saw a dog man. It really frightened them badly. I heard about that on another YouTube channel. I just want people to be aware, so they don't go out at night anymore, especially near the river. But then, we're not near a river and I saw one in the middle of the night. Thank you for reading this report, and for doing all that you do, to make people aware of what is really going on out there. Blessings. I was hunting, during doe season, in the woods. I parked my truck on a side road, in Washington County, but it was right on the border, near Greene County. Anyway, I was in a tree stand, looking for deer and heard a lot of rustling leaves, near me. I then saw this wolf-like thing running on its hind legs. It stopped for a moment, sniffed the air, and then ran off. I sat in that tree stand for hours, till the sun was high in the sky. Then, I cautiously returned to my truck. I gave up hunting after this experience. I have lived in northern Michigan my entire life. I am 53 years old. When we were teens in the 80s we would drive around the trails in two tracks and try to get lost exploring. One night, near the Manistee National Forest, we saw a dog man and we freaked out. We went to our friend's house where his uncle also lived. My friend's uncle was a hardcore logger from the area. He told us about loggers in the area seeing Dogman and Bigfoot for hundreds of years. One thing my friend's uncle told us was that the Indians tell the story that the Dogmen are actually here to protect us from unknown creatures that live deep underground and sometimes surface to feed. Strange but could possibly be true. My husband was on his way to work around 4 a.m on a rural road, while rounding an S-bend when his headlights hit a large, dark brown figure that was sitting about 30 feet off the road, watching the road. He described the figure as about 4 feet tall sitting with legs bent out in front of it. Wolf-like face, large pointed ears, does not remember I shine, leaning back on human-like arms. 
My husband immediately felt endangered and floored his vehicle's accelerator. This man has no fear of humans. I've known him for 30 years and have never seen him afraid of a natural being. He's hunted and fished since childhood. It took him a couple of years before he told me about this sighting. He said his first thought was that thing can catch this car, rip me out and eat me if it wants to. He was paranoid and had his head on a swivel all that day. Still, to this day, he cannot drive past that location without feeling some kind of way. The second sighting occurred in 2010 and happened to a co-worker. I noticed she was acting strangely whenever we talked about spooky things, so I asked her what was up. She said, okay. Don't think I'm crazy. Then she went on to tell me how one night, she was driving home from a late second shift, between midnight 1am, about 5 or so miles from where the first sighting occurred. She had to slow down to a near stop, to turn onto a road that would take her home. That's when she began to hear what sounded like running alongside her car. That's when she glanced out her driver's window and saw the most horrible face. Her first thought was werewolf. She described it as being black and gray in color, with large teeth. She said she didn't look again, but could hear it running next to her car until she reached 45 to 50 miles per hour. That's no joke on a back road. She was scared out of her wits. After arriving home, she ran to the door, dropped the keys, went inside, closed all the curtains, and did not sleep a wink that night. We're both nurses and I've known her for about seven years. She grew up in NYC and is not a storyteller. Neither of these people likes to talk about their sightings. You can see a change in them when their encounters are brought up. I don't need to see one to believe them. I know they exist. I'm from Wexford, Michigan and my dad told me and my brothers this story all of my childhood. My brothers tortured me with the song. Now I'm obsessed with anything to do with the supernatural. But I absolutely swear I lived out in Miyawataka, don't know how to spell it, and when I and my family were out late, my parents and brothers went to the house after a long time of putting our trampoline up for the summer and I was still out in the dark. As I was walking back I heard scuffling to the side of me in the brush and huffing slash heavy breathing and when I look over I see bright yellow eyes. I swear to God on that. I'm 20 now and it literally just resurfaced in my memory. Whether it's the dog man or something else, there is something in them woods. Laugh at me. I really don't care. I don't know what I saw. It looked like a cross between a guy and a wolf, I kid you not. I was on my way home from work. I was maybe 10 minutes from the house, coming up a big hill. I suddenly got the strangest feeling, so I slowed down, thinking a deer was gonna come out of the woods, or something. I just felt like I was being watched, or followed. There were no cars in front of me, or behind me. I got to the top of the hill and slammed on my brakes because as soon as I got to the top of the hill, this huge, black, hairy thing came bounding across the road. It was so big, when it ran, its back arched up, kind of like a cheetah, but only a lot more than that. I know that if it would have stood up, it would have been well over six feet tall, maybe taller. I also know another car saw it too because when I hit the brakes, Another car turned onto that road and slammed on their brakes too. We both just sat there for a few minutes, not really safe considering, I know. But, I was in shock. I truly have no idea what it was that I saw. It was not a dog or a horse. Dogs do not get that big or arch their backs like this thing did when it was running. The arms, legs, whatever it had, were so long, it was having to throw them out to the side, think crab walk, just to run. And the appendages it had were just as big as it was. It ran from one side of the woods to the other, non-stop, like it was either going after something or running away from something. I honestly have no idea what the holy freaking hell it was that I saw. I don't care if you laugh at me. I know what I saw.
I'd like to tell you about the encounter my son had, maybe four years ago. He told me about it then, but I had no clue. Now we have dog-man encounters and now I know. Here's what happened. My son's friend was driving him home, about 11 p.m., through a rural, residential area. The houses are spaced some distance apart. They were on a two-lane highway, with no street lights, and very little traffic. The area is not overly wooded but is patches of trees and fields. This area would probably be included in the foothills of the Smoky Mountains. Anyway, they were driving along, when suddenly, from the right side of the road, this thing sprang out, and was across the road, and into the bushes on the other side, in two leaps, or bounds, or steps, or however you want to say it. It was in full view, because of their headlights. My son said the first thing he thought was dog. He went on to say that it was running on all fours, like a deer. He said it was the color of a deer, with a huge dog head, massive shoulders, and a really small waist. He kept repeating how big it was, so I asked for a comparison. I asked if he meant huge like maybe a big deer or was it maybe as tall as a cow. He answered and I can quote his answer, Mom, this thing was massive. If we had hit it, the car would have gone underneath it and its body would have hit the windshield. I don't remember what kind of car it was, but it was about the size and shape of one of those older Sentras. He said that neither he or his friend said anything for about 10 seconds and then his friend yelled, did you see that? My son said yes and they didn't say another word the rest of the way. And that's it. It's really creepy to me and I thought other listeners like might to hear about it. My mother, grandmother, my two younger brothers, and I were driving back and forth between Dixon and Waverly, Tennessee. It was summer vacation and my grandmother would visit family in those areas. I am the oldest child, and usually was the only one awake in the back seat as we drove around. I noticed what I thought was a brown bear on a ridge 250 to 300 yards from the road. Now there are black bears in more eastern parts of Tennessee, so I thought this was a find to see a large brown bear that far in middle Tennessee. I spent a large amount of my youth in nature, and am sort of an amateur biologist as an adult. I love animals and the outdoors. I say this to let it be known, I know a wolf from a fox and a badger from a beaver. This bear was sitting down on the ridge and watching the traffic go by. I noticed it was very large and unusually muscular. Its back legs seem way too long. It was sitting more on haunches than the usual bear way. Bears typically splay their feet out in front and sit on their bottoms. Its head seemed large and oddly shaped for a brown bear too. As we drove, by I remarked to the adults I was seeing a bear, and of course, nobody looked. I also noted that as we drove by, it seemed to be looking at our car. Its head was shaped a lot more like the huskies we were raising, than any grizzly to me. It turned its head and the profile was spot on for a large husky to my 12-year-old mind. We were driving no more than 45 miles per hour, so I got a pretty good look at this thing. In fact, we traveled back and forth on that stretch of road over three or four days, and about the same time every day. I know I saw at least three times total in the same area and it was doing the same thing each time. It must have liked to watch traffic. I attempted to point it out every time, and I recall my mother and youngest brother saw it briefly once apiece. Of course, we all thought it an odd sight and had no clue it was anything other than a bear. The memory of its odd shape, strange location for a brown bear, and its odd movement stuck with me for many years. See it didn't move like a bear when I saw it move. It moved like a dog when it turned its head or body. It crawled on all fours more like a primate, mixed with a great cat, than a bear too. My young mind just chalked it up to a strange, but a normal animal. But I have never been able to fully rationalize it as a bear. Fast forward to about 2015, and I am now well aware of what I saw. Thanks to a show called Dog Man Encounters, I can put this odd sighting to rest. Thanks for reading this. It is more of a sighting than an encounter, 
but I decided to pass it along. I will say I'm not traumatized like so many people seem to be when they see these things. I have been struggling to properly label this entity, as I've always felt it wasn't a bear. I am glad that Mr. Kunduf has a place for us all to share our stories and help each other cope with what we've encountered. My father and I were driving late at night, near a wooded area, no cars or houses were nearby. My father and I both noticed an eight-foot-tall creature in the woods. It had a wolf-like face, its eyes were huge and glowing, it had the body of a man and it was black. It was standing like a human would. It made eye contact with us, then ran extremely fast into the wooded area. My dad and I called it Catman. We would make jokes about it from time to time. We would try to tell other people about our encounter and they just laughed at us. A boy growing up in a farming community in West Virginia had called his parents to tell them that he was staying at his grandparents. The witness recalled that his grandfather was agitated about something and, over supper, asked him if he saw any strange animals in the area. The witness hadn't, so the grandfather alerted him to the fact that there was a predator on the loose and that he should be cautious. Before bed that same evening, the witness observed his grandfather sitting by the living room window with a gun. The grandfather told him to lock the windows in his room. The witness assumed there was a bear or coyote running around. The witness went to sleep but was woken up by a sound sometime later. He opened his eyes and looked at window. He saw nothing. He eventually got up and went into the living room where he saw his grandfather sleeping in a chair by the window, the gun at his side. The witness went into the bathroom to get some water. When he came back out, he heard something growling. To him, it sounded like it was coming from the window the grandfather was sleeping in front of. As he approached the window, he noticed that it was open two or three inches, just enough to get a gun through it. The witness looked and saw nothing in window. He then went to get some candy from a bowl in the living room and that's when he observed a claw coming in through the window, palm facing down, as if it was going to push the window up. The witness clearly saw three fingers. The middle finger was the longest. Years later, he claimed the fingers reminded him of the claws of the creature in Krampus, specifically the scene where he pointed his finger into the woman's face. He screamed in fright, which woke up the grandfather. The creature also screamed. The grandfather went into fight mode and proceeded to hit the creature's fingers with his gun. The witness grabbed a knife from nearby and also stabbed at the fingers. At that moment, the grandmother rushed into the room and turned on the outside light, which lit up the yard. The witness could see the creature clearly standing in the window. He even looked into its eyes. The creature took off running just as the grandfather raised his gun to shoot it. According to the witness, the creature appeared to be angry and was growling as it ran. The witness acknowledged that he had wet himself during the exchange. At some point, the grandmother stated that the creature had returned. It's back, she said, which surprised the witness. They proceeded to tell him that the creature had been seen around the property three years earlier but had left. They assumed it had been killed. It had only started appearing again some two weeks earlier. This upset the witness, as he had been playing on the property and should have been alerted to it. The grandparents told him that in 1974, the grandfather was in a deer stand bow hunting when a strange creature attempted to climb the tree and enter the stand through a door latch. The grandfather shot at it and stabbed at it, but it never stopped coming. Eventually it attempted to poke its nose through the opening in the stand. That's when the grandfather stabbed it in the nose. It managed to get a paw through and slash the leg of the grandfather. The creature fled after that. The scar was visible on the nose of the creature standing at the window. As well, the grandfather also had his scar on his leg. The grandfather claimed he waited in the stand for three hours before feeling safe enough to climb down and leave. They had never heard of a dogman at the time so they just referred to it as werewolf. Within two weeks of the window encounter, numerous farm animals began turning up dead. 
The grandfather became worried and began driving the grandson to the school bus and picking him up when he returned. Two weeks later, the witness remembered the grandfather failed to show. He walked home and saw the truck parked. He assumed the grandfather had simply forgotten. As he entered the barn, he found the grandfather dead. He had been killed. The witness could not bring himself to go into detail about it. The witness notified family members. Later, the police determined that he had been attacked by an unknown animal. Within two weeks, the grandmother left the property and never returned. She passed away in 2010. The state claimed the property for unpaid taxes. My daughter and I were driving home in rural Michigan Upper Peninsula during the summer of 2018. We were almost home when we saw this strange black being that was running faster than animal I've ever seen. At first she said, what is that? Then she said, it looks like a werewolf. Then I paused and said, that may be a dog man. It ran on all fours and had a long body that was very muscular. The face looked like that of a wolf in a way, but also something about it looked human. It's hard to put in words. I kept my eyes on it the whole time. Its body seemed to be running in, like, glitches. It ran so fast, but it was also looking in our direction. My daughter was so freaked out by it. I was just kind of amazed and kept saying that was either a werewolf or a dog man. I could see its teeth for a second, which were that of a wolf. But the face was half human and animal. It ran so amazingly fast, faster than any animal I've ever seen. The darkness of its color was also kind of strange because it was so deep black. Once it was past us, it disappeared. I never took my eyes off it once. It just vanished. This is hard to put into words what we saw and how it happened but I'm telling you, it's the truth. I'm 61 years old and my daughter is 41 years old. I'm not telling this for entertainment. I'm telling it because it's the truth. It wasn't the size of a dog because of the strange length of its body being so long compared to a normal dog. The face was bizarre being half human and half wolf. I go by this area daily and often when I'm with my daughter I ask her if she believes what we saw. She doesn't like to even talk about it amongst just ourselves because she is still so freaked out about it and there is no one who can actually say for certain, yes, that is what you saw. My first thought was werewolf, but I've read stories of others in Michigan who have had these strange experiences with what is called a dog man, so I'll never know 100% what I saw. All I know is that it was something very strange and not normal. The reason I didn't have that fear probably was because I was in a car. It was still very light out and it ran across the road in front of us. Although I do have to say, later on, I thought I hope it didn't follow us home. I think about this experience almost daily. The way it ran was so bizarre. It happened so fast, though I wish I could have captured a picture. My daughter is so spooked out about it that she still gets shaken talking about it. I believe there is lots of things out there that we just don't know about yet.